Welcome to Talk Theory. It's your host, Kiara Barnes, where I talk all things life, what makes us human, and what makes us superhuman. Sit back, relax, and join me for a chat. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Talk Theory. Thank you for being here. I appreciate y'all. Your support means a lot. Now, a little announcement today before we get into the episode. I just want to let you know that we will not be airing Fantasy Island tonight. We're actually going to have a few weeks off and we'll be back April 10th, Monday, 9, 8 central. And remember, if you haven't caught up with us, check us out on Hulu, okay? We have all our aired episodes up there from uh, season two, so be sure to check that out, catch up, and yeah, we'll see you in April. Okay, now that we got that little announcement out of the way, let's get into today's topic. I want to talk about believing in it when you can't see it about how you're supposed to keep going despite the evidence being presented in front of you believing it even when you can't see it now there are a couple layers to this topic and different ways to approach it you know there's a logical way to look at this in a way that is maybe past logical you know, has things of synchronicity, maybe some wonderment to them. And if you're an avid listener, you know my story by now. Um, I think all the way from episode one of the first season of Talk Theory, where I talked about manifesting. Um, so you know that I believe in spirituality. Um, I believe that there is a higher power you know, an energy or, or, or source helping things come together the way that they do. And I also believe I have the ability to co-create with said source. And how does that, you know, co-creation usually begin? Well, to me, first, I, I get a thought or visualization of something. And it's just like a hit of joy when I think of it. And I can't get it out of my head. I I keep getting visions of the same thing. You know, it's almost somewhat like like a daydream. Or I experience some kind of contrast, meaning something that happens that I didn't necessarily want to happen. But because it happened, it's calling in a desire for me wanting a different outcome. Okay, so now with this this scenario of contrast, now I do know that there is something that I want, right? And I can't ignore the feeling. And I I want to take some sort of action to get to that thing. And this is kind of, kind of, kind of the tricky part is the action. There's balance to this, right? You don't want to overdo the action where you are just absolutely burnt out by the end. 
but you you want just enough that you still stay inspired and open to receive the said thing that you want. But like, how do you find that balance? And I think, you know, you, you listen to your feelings, your intuition, how you feel will tell you a lot about where you should go or what you should do, who you should go to, who you should talk to. You know, I, I think that everyone has had an experience in their life where two things, two events either happens, right? You either go, you know, a situation occurs and you get a gut feeling. And maybe this gut feeling is telling you, now, no, 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 this isn't it. But you go, eh, I don't know. And you go for it anyway. And then it pans out in a certain way right? And you go, dang, I should have listened to my gut. I knew I felt something weird, right? Or you get a gut feeling again, and you do listen to it, and then something pans out, and you go, oof, good thing. And vice versa, it can be opposite, right? You get a gut feeling like, oh yeah, this this feels good, this feels good, and it pans out great. So, you know, like I said before, I'm I'm more spiritual. So this is the route that I'm going to take on today's episode. So if that's not for you, you know, no no worries. Feel free to catch us on the next one. But this is just kind of where I'm going to go with this because I can only speak from personal experience. So how do I get tapped into my own intuition and my own feelings? Honestly, from some time alone. Spending time with me and only having my energy around. It's a lot easier to decipher how I feel without having the distraction of someone else's energy around me. And then also, of course, meditation. I'm an avid, avid believer in meditation. It helps in so many ways. It gets your stress levels down. It gets you to be present, to release anything that has been, you know, fogging you up. It truly is amazing what breath work can do and just a few moments of focused intention can actually bring. And look, the more I did these things, the closer I got to myself and would just have these intuitive hits or these gut feelings about things. And over time, it's developed a, I, I've developed a really strong intuition. And like I said before, this, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Why am I getting taxed right now? Hold on. I'm sorry, guys. I thought I had this on do not disturb. Okay. Here we go, here we go, here we go. It's all good. Okay. (laughs) Like I said before, this is super beneficial because this is going to help you be able to just know what to do and when to do it. Now, sometimes it can get altered because if you're feeding into someone else's beliefs and thoughts of whatever it is that you want to do, that can teeter you. And then you can start making these decisions based in fear. And for me, you know, 
I know the difference. I know. I I know because I've been doing this for so long. If I feel stressed, rushed, or just an energy where I'm tense, shoulders are tight, I'm holding them up to my ears, I know that whatever decision I make with that energy is being led through fear and is not going to have a desirable outcome. (laughs) Whereas when I feel quiet, I'm at peace, I'm calm, I know I'm making decisions from my divine source. Remember, the divine source energy, God, universe, whatever you want to call it, it is made from pure love. It doesn't feast off of fear. It doesn't like to see pain or anguish. It wants you to be prosperous, abundant, joyful, happy, successful. And why? Why? Well, because that energy is incredibly powerful and that can be spread to so many others to help them light up and feel good. And the more that you can do that, the more love that can be felt and brought to the world around you. So now that we kind of covered the want and and the action, focusing on the feeling, the last step is to just receive right? Receive whatever it is that you want, which is great. That is awesome. But how do we get there? Like, How do we let go? How do we believe before we can see? And you know, folks, that's a great question. (laughs) I'm still learning as I journey along myself with how this works. And to be honest, it's a lot of trial and error. But Ultimately, one, you know, you you do have to have ultimate faith that it's all just going to work out. It's all going to work out for you. That everything is panning out exactly how it's meant to be, how it's meant to get to where you want to be. The process is the beneficial part. The learning and growing is part of the receiving. So... That's one part of it. Just knowing that you are getting what you want. But on the other side of of that, you have to believe that you are worthy, worthy of receiving it. That it's meant for you that you deserve it. Especially, especially if you see others with what you want, especially. Instead of feeling jealous that they have it and, oh, well, I want it, and use that as proof that it can happen for you, proof that you too can receive it. Heck, you know, if, if five or six, seven people, more than that, have what it is that you want, there's a pretty dang good chance that you could also receive that. And the only difference between you and them is one of you decided that they're the kind of person that receives those kinds of things regularly, frequently, easily. That's just part of their life. 
That's the only difference. It's a belief. <laughs> That's it. And, of course, that belief, like I said, it, it comes through uh, doing a lot of self-introspection, a lot of work. You got to get that confidence. You, you can't rely on other people to build that for you. Because people's opinions change, right? I mean, I don't believe in a lot of the stuff that I, I believed when I was in eighth grade, you know, opinions that I had in eighth grade. I'm a, I'm a grown adult woman now. I don't really share those same thoughts because I've lived enough life. So people's thoughts change. People's perspective change. And so if you are living and adjusting your life accordingly to according to what people feel and they're oh my gosh good luck you know honestly this reminds me of uh the segment i saw on trevor noah's show so he has a surprise guest come on at the end and of his shows and um, him and the audience basically get the chance to ask some questions well, they had Oprah come on. She was one of the surprise after show guests. And he was just kind of, you know, asking her um, if she has any normal people experiences anymore. <laughs> was asking, you know, things like, does your phone ever run out of battery? Do you ever run out of toilet paper? And, of course, she says no because she's Oprah, right? She's got an assistant who looks after the her phone and all that stuff and has a housekeeper and then she goes oh oh I, I know something that I that I do that's normal and he goes okay so what is it and she says um I bring my own bread and avocado when I fly <laughs> and he says oh okay I mean that's interesting and she says yeah 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 the avocados in the grocery store are just you know too expensive and Trevor goes, oh, okay, so where, where do you get your avocados? And she says, oh, well, I, I have an avocado orchard, um, um, and that's where I get them. And everyone starts laughing, right? And Trevor uh, kind of teases, you know, her, and he's like, that's not normal, you know. Like, you straight up have all these avocado trees and um." and gave her a little bit of a teasing hard time. But the funny thing about that is, yeah, it is. That is normal. That is Oprah's normal. Having um, assistants and housekeepers, having an avocado, you know, trees set up in her backyard, that's her normal. That is normal. It's a perfect, perfect example of we make everything into what it is. We decide what is normal. We decide what our reality is. But the thing that you need to remember, she she could only make that her reality because she said so. At the end of the day, Oprah had to make all the decisions that she did <laughs> to lead her to where she is now. It was Oprah. It wasn't... Oprah's assistant. It wasn't Oprah's friend. It wasn't Oprah's mom. It wasn't Oprah's dad. At the end of the day, Oprah had to keep waking up and saying who she was and making decisions based on that. 
right? She she actually even has a story about when she was um uh for the Oprah Winfrey show when she was bringing on guests. She said a portion of time, you know, producers and people started pushing. Oh, we need views. We need this. And she brought on um this this gang or something like that. And she just said it was just the most ugly energy. It was so negative. And the only reason why they were doing it was to push views. And she said, after that show, I realized I will never just have anyone on the show. And I will never just say yes to anything, right? So she said for years moving forward, and she still has it now, when someone pitches an idea, she asks, what is your intention? What is your intention? What are you trying to bring? What are you trying to birth out of this? And if it's not with love, healing, some kind of joy or peace, I don't want any part of it. And she had to make those decisions, right? And and that could be scary because you have a whole network telling you, well, this is what we want and we want this and that and that. But she still had to trust herself to know that, hey, this doesn't feel right. Something about this doesn't feel right. And then listening to that. So, honestly, when you get so sure in yourself, so sure in the universe, that's when the let go happens. That's when these beautiful experiences happen. Your beliefs are what... Your beliefs are what is limiting you. It's you who writes the story to your life. It's you. No matter what anyone says or thinks of you, it is you who decides to cater to that story and feed into it. So choose which side wisely. You know, you can also do things like ask for a sign, ask to be led, ask for relief, ask for love, pray, meditate, Write in your journal and ask. I've done this countless times and I've always received confirmation soon after. And it's helpful, you know, it's it's a helpful reminder that it's not just me down here by myself. There is so much life to live and so much to experience if you just let yourself receive it. Don't get so attached to the how and the when Allow that to unfold because you know, you know that it's going to unfold perfectly for you, perfectly the way that it's meant to. Allow yourself to receive it. You are deserving. You are loved. And you are a loving human capable of receiving everything you've ever dreamed of. Luna is in the background saying, yes, mommy, preach. Okay, she is meowing. It's a practice, all right? Practice to get to that point. And honestly, it helps to surround yourself with uplifting content. If you don't have that in your home or with your friends or at your work, you know, make it make it a priority to feel good, to be inspired, to have that positive around positivity around you. Listen to podcasts, make positive music playlists, watch inspirational movies. Listen to good books. Go to museums by yourself. Explore more. Try new things. You can adjust the energy around you to cater to you. 
But again, you have to be present enough to notice when you need to recalibrate. It's not, it's not, you know, wrong if you feel sad sometimes or if you feel down. Like I said, that's the contrast. To know, oof, okay, I'm I'm feeding into something that I don't need to feed into. Let me get back on course. It's okay. Release it. Sometimes you do just need to cry so that you can f- just release that energy and start again. You know, we're humans. We feel things. That's okay. Okay, today's theory is this. Your awareness of the life you want is more than enough. Your awareness of the life you want is more than enough. You are enough. Like I said, folks, it's you who decides what makes sense and what doesn't. It's you that decides what's a struggle and what's not. It's you who decides to be full of love, joy, light. It's you. So, you know, let's get our minds right. Let's reset, refocus, refresh, and receive, uh, receive (laughs) easily and effortlessly because we can, because we can, period, because we can. Okay, people, I'm leaving you with that. Um, And I hope this, you know, sets your week for some really good vibes, a lot of love. Um, and I will see you next week. Okay. I love you. Bye.